you've just taken your first step into hell. Welcome to Full Metal Analyst, a episode-by-episode -episode analysis of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. My name is Michelle. Here with me today is Arthur. How are you, Arthur? I'm doing good. And Michael. Not to be confused with Michelle. He's he's Mike. I'm Michelle. Yes. Hi, Mike. Hello. I'm also good. And as I said in the introduction, this is an episode-by-episode -episode podcast. We're going to talk about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Why? Because we're all stuck at home. And also because here in this group of free friends, we have different viewpoints on Full Metal Alchemist. I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood before. I've watched the original. Arthur, you have not watched the 2003 anime adaptation, correct? Yeah, just Brotherhood. Yeah. And Mike, you've never watched this before. I saw a few episodes of the non-Brotherhood one, and I thought it was pretty cool. And someone told me, oh, you're watching the wrong one. And then I got confused and gave up. <laughs> yeah, so... Let's talk about that real quick. So this is actually the second adaptation of the manga, which is the original source material. First one happened in 2003, and that one has a different plot than this one. This one is faithful to the original. It's the full plot. It's the uh, quote-unquote correct version. Right. This one sticks more closely to the manga uh, because the original anime kind of outstripped the manga a la game of thrones i mean i i can't wait for the game of thrones uh that's faithful to the manga oh it's gonna <laughs> oh, how long do you think that's gonna take 10 15 years maybe what do you think yeah yeah hbo max is gonna need that content time has to pass like gen z has to be like getting older <laughs> they have to be in the millennial perspective i think at this point i'm very excited for this because like like we said, I'm Mike, so this is your first time watching this. And also, the thing that's interesting to me is I haven't seen this in years. And ever since the last time I saw it, uh, I've gotten a master's in, in screenwriting. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we all yeah. have that. So that's how we, we met. We all study screenwriting together. And seeing this show under that new lens is so weird. Because this is the first episode. But if any of us deliver this script... Hollywood would be like, get out of here. Yeah, no, no yeah. longer work. The first episode really, I think we should address that right off the top, is that the first episode is is the worst. confusing and not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's like three different episodes, three different yeah. plots are happening all at once. Yeah. The weird thing is that, like, I don't know why. I searched the entire internet for this, and I really wish I could find out why. But basically, the first chapter of the manga does get adapted in this version it's the third episode and the original 2003 anime also starts in that same place as the manga <laughs> this is the only version that starts with this story with the freezing alchemist which uh isaac mcdougall who is an original character just for this anime really so like what made them want to do this episode where they literally just tell you they set up everything at the speed of light in the first five minutes yeah, <laughs> you know literally everything about the show. It's almost like a like a pilot that wants to demonstrate everything that the show will be. Like yeah. because right after this episode, it really slows down and you get the backstory and the world is built up gradually. But for some reason, they felt like they needed an episode that had everything in it all at once. It feels like an episode that's in like the 5th season. Yeah, you're like, "Wait, he he's got some kind of rank." Everyone knows who he is already. He's a yeah, legend. I'm really, I'm really curious what you think about this, Mike, coming I, yeah. in for the first time. 
I, I there's so much going on. I, I feel like I have just a little bit of an advantage knowing knowing a little bit. Like I I do know a little bit about what happens because of the the old episodes I saw. So I know that it does slow down. Um, but if I didn't know that, I think I, I can't imagine that I would watch the next episode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it feels like, uh, what? <laughs> like, did yeah. I, am I in the beginning? Did I miss something? Like, I've yeah. introduced a few people to the show, and I always skip this episode. I always just start them with the next episode. I watched a little bit of that second, like just the intro and you guys were like, stop, stop. And I watched a little bit of it and just the first five minutes of it are like, oh yeah, this feels like a pilot. It's teaching yeah. you, it teaches you the rules. It shows you where they come from and who they are and what they, what they did wrong. And it's, it's not that this first episode doesn't do that. It's just that it does that all over the place. Yeah. It's like you're two minutes away from the test and someone is like, okay, let me just tell you everything you need to know. We got five minutes. Yeah, all the pieces are there, yeah. So like I said, me and Arthur, we've watched this whole show before. This is our rewatch. Mike, you're watching for the first time, so we're going to try to keep it uh, very uh, contained in terms of spoilers. But like, in terms of the story of the series, it also sets everything up. Like, there is that hint that there's a greater conspiracy at play here. The Freezy Alchemist is like, if you knew what's going on, do you know what this country really does? And I'm like... Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, that was interesting because the freezing alchemist in the sub version says something like, you guys don't understand the shape that this country is in, mm-hmm. which I'm realizing now, having watched the whole show, is like a major... Uh, it's in the shape like, of a summoning circle or a weird alchemy circle. Dude. <laughs> oh, wow. Mike, you're good. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, the, the city was. The city yeah, was in well, the, the shape. Well, the city like was. It. And that, I love that. I caught on to that immediately. That's the first image that the show shows you. They show you the city, and then they show you a summoning circle. Or what, I, I keep calling it a summoning circle. It's, they show you the... It's a transmutation al- circle. Yeah, transmutation circle. And it looked the same, and it's like very clear to me that some big, giant terrorism is about to happen with magic. And it was, I thought that was very cool. I mean, I, I, yeah. Whatever else, the magic system, I, I don't get it at all. I don't understand it. Like I do, want. Do, did you not get how al- alchemy works? <laughs> not, not really. I understand that it's elements, but I, I don't really get like. I guess metal is. I don't know. It just seems a little. Um, it's not super clear. It's not as clear as like like Avatar's bending is. It's like yeah. that. That is extremely clear. All they have to do is show it to you like a couple times, and you get it. You know. It does. It does become more clear. I think in the subsequent episodes yeah because the next episode is the flashback episode and it's literally them learning alchemy and you learn with them right it's it's so <laughs> why wouldn't better. they do that why, why would they start there i don't know that line about you don't understand the shape that this country is in i switched it back to the dub out of curiosity and his line in the dub is i'm trying to save this country that's interesting that's, that's something you miss if you're watching the dub it's a lot less clunky and like better localized and i do actually like the voice acting better in the dub but you do get some more specific moments that is way more clever isn't it like the i bet and that's not idiomatic in japan i i would guess in japanese that it's definitely not the shape of this country does probably doesn't mean the state of things right mm-hmm. maybe like it does not, or maybe it does maybe uh, we should talk about that real quick because i'm watching subs but arthur you're switching around as much as you want you might you're watching dubs i am i mean we're not probably not going to stick with this the whole way through we might switch around here and there 
just to see if it's interesting. But um, I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk a lot about the um, the Full Metal Alchemist dub as like holding it up as like, oh, it's a really great dub. But I don't know why. I just don't want to hear English coming out of these characters' voices and mouths <laughs> for some reason. Even though this is probably the least Japanese world. It feels very European. <laughs> yeah. But basically, like, I don't know, for some reason, listening to them speak English is weird to me. I think the dub is really, really good. Like, I'm only watching the sub because I haven't before. I switched to the dub right at the end, and I, because Mike sent us a message, and he was like, "Is this Laura Bailey?" And I was like, "It can't be that easy to notice that it's Laura Bailey." And then I switched right at the end, and she said one more, and I was like, "Wow, that is Laura Bailey right there." Who does Laura Bailey? Who does she play? She's less. It's just weird to say out loud, but I've definitely I recognize Laura's voice, like, and Travis's voice, and I recognize both of them in this, like, immediately. Like, he's Roy Mustang. It's very clear that Travis was Roy Mustang. I looked up the character's name just now. Huh. That's great. And then at the end, I just heard her voice in audition so many times, and, you know, for so yeah. many different characters. I'm like, oh, that's Laura doing the thing. Mike worked as a voice over agent. That's what he brings to the table. <laughs> I bring that to the table. Yeah, I bring that. You mentioned the magic system, Mike. You don't. Yeah. You didn't get how alchemy works. Well, I did. I think I started to get, I think it kind of clicked a little bit with me when he was like, well, you're, you're screwed now. You don't have any water. And he's like, the, the human body's 70% water. And then he like shoots ice blood at him and, and stabs him with his own icy blood. Yeah, that seems unsanitary, you know. Yeah, that seems really <laughs> gross, especially nowadays. Right. <laughs> but, but it is really cool. Like that is like that made me think. Like it reminded me of Bloodbending. I know I keep going back to Avatar, but I mean, <laughs> I feel like both Avatar and Fullmetal Alchemist have this. This is a theory I like to bring up. It's the Lego theory of magic systems, which is some of my favorite magic systems are like Lego bricks. You start off showing the audience like. This is how it works. And you build like little houses and you build little towers and you build simple stuff with the Lego bricks. And then as the story progresses, you naturally start building more complicated things. But because you're using the same bricks, it all feels natural. It all feels like a progression. Um, you don't get that vibe in this because, again, for some reason, they went this completely different path and barely explained it. Which is they actually do explain it <laughs> in the in in the manga and in the other pilot. Um but it's basically like the concept of this universe is there's this big rule called equivalent exchange, which is if you give something, if you want something, you got to give something of equal value, which is based off the idea of conservation of mass in chemistry. Mm -hmm. Like you can't create mass or energy out of nowhere. It has to come from somewhere. And that concept of equivalent exchange is present in every single form of alchemy in the entire show. But they don't do it here. I mean, they do mention it, but they don't really go into details on it. For some reason, yes, I, I do think it's revealed really later on that the energy that they are drawing from is like tectonic energy from the earth. I think the tectonic energy is more kind of like it's more just a thing that makes the, trend, the transactions, the transmutations possible. I don't know. They do actually do a much better job of explaining this in the show because <laughs> a lot of it is them trying to figure out how to use alchemy in all these ways to solve their problems. Yeah, I think in a future episode, I'll I can talk more about alchemy and magic and occult science which i actually studied a lot of mm -hmm. uh, in college they're definitely drawing from actual like historical texts here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool 
By the way, uh, question. I just want to know if I'm the only person in this group who doesn't like anime openings. Oh, like the songs? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh, oh my god. I like some of them, but this one, I think, is so great. <laughs> I don't I disagree it, with you. I found it helpful to, to know what the hell was going on. The whole show information. in that opening. <laughs> it's true. Oh, but that's the thing. Like, Let me explain. It's not that I hate anime openings. Is that I'm like, if I see it once, I'm good. I don't need to see it every episode. Because they're like one minute and a half. And I'm like, just get to the show. Even though I'm a, I'm a huge fan of like TV show intros. And I hate the fact that TV shows nowadays don't have intros. I don't know. It's complicated. I have complicated feelings towards OPs. I do get that. For me, when it's a good one. And this is like probably one of my favorites. Especially the first opening it just gets me pumped for the whole show it just like i'm so excited for the show to start like a saturday morning cartoon or something or a sunday afternoon which is when this aired on japanese tv at 5 p.m on a sunday wow I do, thank you for I the do, fact I, like, <laughs> I like the 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 crazy pop song i think it's really fun that pop song is great arthur do you have anything you want to bring up a few things one is that i just love the game of king bradley he's actually one of the only ones whose voice i like at least as much in the sub as the dub the game where he never moves and then people just charge at him and he's standing still and then they just like fall to pieces and <laughs> you never see him move his sword i think is such a i don't know kind of underrated and just funny character trait like that's <laughs> his thing is that he, he you can't see him because he moves too quickly. Wait, wait, who's the big blonde dude who takes his shirt off at the end? And oh, they, and they oh are... he's freaking great. He's my favorite. I liked him immediately, but I don't know why. I just think oh, he's, like, oh. he's just like super like, he just seems like really friendly, you know? He is. I think he's a big softy. This is something this show does so well, which is character introductions. Like even in this, even Roy, who gets like the most normal introduction, like that, I I found that shot, the first shot where he shows up, where it's like his he's so small in the shot, and the 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 office around him is so big. I found that so striking. It's like I don't know. I found that so interesting. Yeah, I, I actually did think the character intros. I do know who everyone is in a weird way. I don't know how that all fits together. I don't know much about the world or or why they're how they all interact. And he seems kind of young. For every everyone else, seems kind of an like like an adult, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. But at the same time, I am like, I feel like I do know who everyone is. I, I also am really curious, like, how do you get a name like the Freezing Alchemist, the Full Metal Alchemist, the Blah 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 Alchemist? Like, have, <laughs> like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, they award them those names, I guess. Um, yeah. Although it's funny that Colonel Mustang was apparently born with that name. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> like that Reinhold. Yeah, like Captain <laughs> Captain Hawkeye and Colonel Mustang. Uh, that's just their names. Um, it just turned out later that Captain Hawkeye was really good at shooting. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant go. Hawkeye. Sorry, Lieutenant Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> stupidest correction ever. <laughs> I'm going to shoot this at Netflix. Netflix, I'm coming for you. They removed the act breaks for some reason. So, like, whenever there would be act break, for those who don't know, act breaks are basically commercial. Wait, did they take out the full Metal Alchemist? Yes. So, yeah, that's the thing. In this show, whenever they go to commercial break, 
they have like a still of one of the characters doing a cool pose. And they have this guy comes in who goes full metal alchemist. And then when it comes back, he goes full metal alchemist. It's like, it's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. There's like, I guess, presumably 104 distinct readings of full metal alchemist. <laughs> oh yeah. There's yeah, one where he's like super episode angry. There's one where he goes like full metal alchemist. Like it's such a weird. My favorite one choice. is where there's like, I think it's a, the girl and her panda pet and it's like a cute still frame uh-huh. and he goes full metal alchemist <laughs> <laughs> wait so michelle is it actually it's not is it just netflix versions not at all maybe i could be proven wrong but uh i it did not show up in the first episode and the first episode has those that's kind of disappointing it's like it's yeah. like taking a uh, fly me to the moon out of um evangelion uh, yeah I have never seen Evangelion, but I know about that. <laughs> what does that say about me? Like, I, I, <laughs> I know that whole uh, <laughs> that whole controversy that happened, like, what, last year? Six, seven months ago. It seems like such a long time ago. A different time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, feel, I feel like to wrap things up, I just want to say, um, I feel like um, anime has so many anime-isms, like stuff that only anime can do. Um, for example, like fan service or somebody tripping and falling into a woman's breasts, which I'm pretty sure might happen in this show. I don't remember. But I was like really surprised at how little of that there was in this sh- in this episode. It feels like this show could be airing, not this show because there's so much blood, but like, like a version of this show could have come on the air like Cartoon Network in 2005. Well, it was it was broadcast on Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on Toonami. Yeah, it it is like a gateway anime, I feel like. And it it was for me. I haven't watched a whole bunch of anime, but maybe it will be. Yeah, just uh, stay tuned for 60 episodes for now, where where Mike is going to be like, did you guys see the new season of anime? Yeah, the new season of anime is good. (laughs) 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 I'm trying to cut down on my animes. I'm only watching 60 season, you know? trying to be reasonable. Guys, I tripped over and fell into breasts again. <laughs> you joke, but that happens way too much. <laughs> and then blood shot out of your nose. <laughs> so any any closing notes from anyone? Uh, I thought it was funny that Lust talks into a telephone like a regular person. Oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't she talk into a telephone like a regular person? At the very end, she's just on the phone, I guess, with her boss, boss. Or, let's yeah. just say the boss for now i'm gonna put a pin on that because i do have questions about what their plan was but my questions can only make sense after we've seen like 20 more episodes so let's just put a big pin on that and i i'll i'll bring up my questions for now let's just now. say it's funny that she uses a phone all right everyone what is your grade for the first episode aptly titled full metal alchemist out of five stars which grade do you give it i mean i'm gonna give it two stars who wow Ooh, wow okay Sorry. I I give it a solid like 2.75 stars. Um and I think it would have been less if this were the first time I was watching the show. Mm-hmm. But I think circling back it's not as bad because <laughs> I already know. I'll give it a I'll give it a solid 2.5. I mean, we got to we got to admit like even though it's confusing, the action at the end of the episode is very entertaining and it's Agreed. Like, Agreed. Yep, yeah. blood spikes. It's such a mess, though. Like, it's such a mess 
like and, and it doesn't feel like it needed to be it feels like you the the story they told feel like it just stuck on the timeline a little bit like they could have flashed us forward and shown us all this cool stuff but they yeah. didn't really do it that way you know what i mean right and if you dear viewer have a theory as to why this episode is the first episode for some reason feel free to send it to us over at twitter we are fma analysts that's fma analysts uh you can follow us talk to us we have our own personal Twitters. You can find us there. And until next week, remember to stay frosty and to... I got to come up with a better sign-off, but uh, I will come up with a better sign-off yeah, stay next frosty. week. Um, stay, stay frosty. Uh, and, and remember to never get stabbed with blood. Never get stabbed with blood. Oh, no, no, no. And remember, Lust uses a telephone. <laughs> yeah. All is one, one is all. All that stuff. Okay. See you, folks. Bye.